Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Zoe, Linkson. Amy Long. Yeah, you right? Yeah. So this is it, Jonas round three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no, please. Well. Can't. No more Jonas. It's just fortunate because have we just have we just? Oh my God, whose teeth am I wearing? Not yours. <laughs> <laughs> As we've established that, despite having done Jonas twice and all the extensive research we put into them, that neither of us still know which Jonas is no, which. No, we don't. I know which one I think is hot. <laughs> but do you know what it's called? No. Okay. Okay. So pinch punch first of the month. Yeah, it's March. Yeah. Happy March. Springtime. Uh, Easter's coming up. Yeah. What do you say for Easter? Happy Easter? <laughs> I or don't know. Is there a churchy thing we're supposed to say? Happy is, resurrection. Is, happy erections. <laughs> is Easter a holiday in the US? I don't believe it is, no. Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> we get a four-day week, a four-day weekend, another four-day week, and we don't even believe in Jesus. Uh, and this is the first time in forever... I've worked in a job where I actually get my bank holidays off. Wow. So, yeah. Congratulations. Although, it does mean, I hope none of my, um, no, none of my family will listen to this. <laughs> um, I tend to use working over Easter as a reason to not do the annual family Easter get together. Hmm. My family big Catholic, so mm. the Easter is the one time of year where... And they do believe in Jesus. Yes. The one time of year where the entire family, and it's always our house, no mm. one else ever does it, come around to our house for hours, eat food... We have the annual dessert eating competition and the cousins see how many different desserts they can eat in one bowl. Oh my God, no. And then they go home, leaving us with a massive mess. It's like us with the cupcakes last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, The thing that fucks me off the most about Easter is on the Sunday, it's everything's fucking closed. It's like it's Christmas Day. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not alright with that. Okay. Should we not peak on Easter too soon? Okay. Not until the end of April. Oh, We've got it. weeks, weeks of moaning about okay. what is coming up. Pancake Day. I also don't believe mm. the Americans have Pancake Day. What? They have Shrove Tuesday, obviously. Why? What? I don't. Is that a religious thing? Shrove Tuesday, yeah. It's when oh. you're meant to get rid of all the bad shit in your cupboards and eat all the pancakes. So you're meant to get rid of all the things that you're giving up for Lent, so all the stuff that you're meant to sacrifice for the period of Lent, and that's why they do pancakes. Oh. Well, we have better pancakes than Americans, right? <laughs> Actual proper pancakes. <laughs> Our pancakes are more like crepes. Crepe. Crepes. Crap. Crepes. Whereas American pancakes are big, thick bastards. Fluffy things. Also nice. Yeah. Not pancakes. No. Um, so we lost a boy band this week. Not a whole boy band. We lost um, a monkey. Peter Talk. So sad. And I'd just been to doing the videos. I'd spent a lot mm. of time looking at the monkeys. stuff so to see if I could find something we could classify as a video for the monkeys. It was a bit pre when bands would go out their way to do videos. Yeah. But I thought because they had the TV show, there may be something there that we could pull into it. Mm. Um, so I had spent a 
a lot of time in the last couple of weeks watching old episodes of the monkeys yeah hey hey we're the monkeys oh it's just so i always remember that for them wheeling that big double bed down the street with the monkeys <laughs> turning it. That's what i remember that opening <laughs> sequence oh that is childhood nostalgia that is yeah oh bye peter talk are the others um, still alive yeah i've seen mickey delens play um the woman in hairspray Oh, the really? What is the, what's the name of the the mother, the one that John Travolta plays in the film? No idea. Have you seen Hairspray? I would have seen oh, I know Hairspray you hate musicals. No, but I think I saw Hairspray when it was out because it was Ricky Lake was in yes. it. Yeah. So I think, and that would have so been. So she played Tracy Turnbull. It's the Tur- m- is it not Turnblatt? Oh fuck knows. Oh, Trunchbull. Hang on. <laughs> no, Trunchbull. Mixing my movies now. No, Trunchbulls are completely <laughs> different <Matilda>. movies. <laughs> also a musical now so you know i can be forgiven for fucking it all up anyway yeah love the monkeys bye peter thanks for the memories uh, other boy bad news uh, uh watch the backstreet boys documentary this week oh there's a doc what what what, what? <coughs> elvis watched it too <coughs> elvis come here <coughs> come on up you come can was... I get it somewhere for free? You know I don't no. like to pay. Well, you can get it from my Amazon Prime for free because <laughs> I paid for it. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I think it's from when they first got back together. Wasn't, I, I think I it wasn't the point in the Backstreet Boys that they didn't ever really split up? No, they did because Kevin left and then they had a period where they did some shit without him, including the thing we saw them at the NKOT BSB the thing the thing the <laughs> shit that we saw them at that you said you used as breaks to go to the bar slash toilet yes and <laughs> just, can I just clarify the O2 doesn't have a bar come toilet like it's not in <laughs> one place you don't... I mean it might as well be <laughs> so it was when they were about to go back on a big world tour I think I'm gonna say it was it was before Lou Pearlman died and it was but it wasn't that long ago. I should have researched this a bit better before, <laughs> before speaking about it. Bringing it up I on can't the even remember what it's called. So you were that impressed? Well, I thought it was quite interesting. I was a bit... I, I found it quite heartbreaking at times because Kev, they went back to their childhood homes and Kevin spoke about losing his father and Brian talked about how his vo- he's, was struggling with his voice and like sometimes his voice just didn't work anymore. And that was sad but also it had an, a scene in it which proved what a massive cockhead nick carter is oh you're not a fan were you a fan before no you're just not a fan now tell me more about nick carter being so a cock they're talking about which songs to put on the album and of course there's going to be a difference of opinions so they start rowing at one point and then nick carter suddenly just really lays it on with Brian he's obviously got this chip on his shoulder about the fact that he was the youngest one and never got taken seriously or whatever back back then and he started screaming and shouting and telling him to go fuck himself and that he wasn't scared of him anymore and that are we ever going to bring up the fact that you can't fucking sing anymore and there's a problem with your voice and he was really going at him and Brian took it pretty well, I've got to admit. And eventually Kevin was trying to like diffuse the situation and saying that we do need to talk about this or whatever. But Nick wasn't having it. And he was like, just come here and sit down. And Nick was like, no, you can respect my decision to stand up. And I was like, wow. Oh. I know this is not my argument to get involved in, but I just (laughs) thought... feel quite passionately that... 
that feeds into my the thing. Did I talk about this on episode one? I can't remember if I did about how we we put these members of boy bands at an age when they should be maturing. It's where they're figuring out how to be an adult. Yeah. And you're putting them in a situation where you're saying to them, you are incredible. Look how all these people love you. You're perfect. You're yeah. absolutely right. So when they should really be figuring out how the world works and their place in it and how to be a normal functioning adult, they're being told they're incredible. So they kind of miss out on that bit. And their egos so when, just yeah, so get when, massive. Not all of them, but some of them then continue into adulthood with that inability mm. to know how to function normally because yeah. they're surrounded you know they're 15 16 17 they're you know peak of their stardom mm. and everyone's saying to them yes you can do yeah, that yes, of course you, yes you're right yeah and that's we have discussed this because okay. that's not limited to boy band members and i remember saying that before but they also go in on the documentary about how they have no money how they oh. didn't make any money Ooh. the first time around who got that then <laughs> Answers in a future episode of I'm with the Boy Band. The one about Lou Pearlman. <laughs> uh, speaking of Lou Pearlman Band, uh, with a little bit of uh, competition coming up, uh, Mr. Joey Fat Tony? No, Joey Fatone. Do you know, I love Joey Fatone. I think uh, he's but, brilliant. Vernon Kay once said, say, <laughs> said on, um, I think it was T4, I really love Joey Fatone's name because his name is what he is Fat One. Because that's how it's spelled, I know. Which is, we Vernon. don't we're not into body shaming. No. Vernon Kay's a dick anyway. So yeah. It's all about personality, Vernon. Yeah, Vernon. I, I love Joey. He has started up a podcast. How very dare he. Wow. Uh, it's called Two Cups of Joe. Did you listen to it? I sent you the link. I didn't listen to it. Oh, they I'm have aware a, of it. They have a special guest on episode one. Mr. Johnny Wahlberg. Are you joking? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't mind I get it Joey like good for you mate imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery Joey so yeah kind of just <laughs> encroaching into our air a little bit what is it you po- said on boy the band podcast? you said stop jumping on the boy band wagon yeah the boy, that's my <laughs> new phrase of the week boy band wagon well that was really good uh, speaking of which Nukas on the Block also boy band wagoning this yes. week to a massive extent we will talk about that in a little bit because yes. I am really really mad at my new kid I mean that's not new oh yeah he's always pissed me off in some way or another other boy band Bros announced two new shows in Ireland that we can't go to yeah again thanks thanks, guys Uh, yeah instead of when I saw that there was new dates I was like oh this is good because they'll do London first and then we can hop across to Ireland and see the Ireland shows which will be afterwards no they're not so I land back in London the day of their Brixton Academy show the two island shows are like, I think, the day before I fly oh, out. For fuck's sake. So it's like they've bookended. How dare they not adhere to Matt our... Matt didn't ring. Matt did not call me. He did not ask if it was all right with me. And they're doing one in Cork. I have not been to Cork for years. I've never been to Cork. Oh. I slept with a guy from Cork once. <laughs> Just not quite the shame. <laughs> not really not the same. No. You've never been in Cork, but you've had Cork in you. <laughs> Technically, that's not true. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> I think he was called Ronan. Or maybe I just called him Ronan. He, he was like Irish. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, let's hope my fa- family never listens to it. Actually, my aunt listens in Australia. Hi, Is Hillary. Hi, Hillary. <laughs> I think she listened under duress to start off with, but she seems to be enjoying it now. Okay. So, hmm. And has she already abreast the situation where you're... No, unmarried and not a virgin. I think she probably figured that <laughs> yeah, one out. Yeah. She's probably got an idea. That's fine. She's not my mum. <laughs> Hillary, if you're not, I just apologise now <laughs> that Amy won't be getting married in white. Well, Amy won't be getting married. Full stop. Okay. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could use this podcast to announce that I'm getting, or I'm engaged, or married, or pregnant, or gay, or divorced. Or <laughs> See how many of your family of listen. Yeah. Maybe I should just announce all of that because people keep making announcements in my family and if there's one more fucking announcement, I'm out. Let's move on. <laughs> As we were saying... People are now going to start stalking your Twitter to figure out who's your family and then figure out who's up the dark. my family are on Twitter. Excellent. Neither are mine. Hmm. I'm my... not on Facebook anymore. I thought that today. So I went into mm. one of the groups we're in with other podcasters and someone was replying to you and there was no message from you and I was like... Yeah. What did she say? Why she deleted it? Oh, okay. I deleted it. I just can't bear the situation in this country at the moment. It's, it is what it is. There's nothing any of us can do about it, really. So I just want everyone to stop being ignorant, Dicks. racist bigots. And it's, it's just not good for anyone to read that stuff every day. So okay. well, bye, Facebook. Good luck with that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the Facebook page is firmly in your hands. As it Excellent. always was anyway. <laughs> now we can all talk about her. Like we all this is what we wanted in the first place. Yes, good. And a safe place to bitch about Amy. So let's go for it. There's plenty of those. I will I start you. I will start a thread and you can all have at it. I swear to God, any of you fucking bitch about me on Facebook, <laughs> I will hunt you down and set Elvis on you. Oh, he's so mean. Yeah. Elvis has had a haircut, everyone. He looks so smart. Oh, he has, yeah. The proper little doggy. Yeah, he looks like a puppy again. And people yeah. have stopped saying, oh, he's put on weight. Like, he fucking hasn't. It's he's not, just, it's just really hairy. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if that's what my problem is. <laughs> you just need to shave your body. <laughs> <laughs> or cut my hair off. Can we do a haircut? Okay, let's. we're going to stop here. We'll be with you with uh, Boy Band Video World Cup next. And Amy's going to cut my hair. Bye. <laughs> Just one more thing to mention. Yeah, before we cut my hair off. Uh, the boys are back in town. The O-Town are back in town. Yes, they are. They're coming in June. We're going to see them. It's a Sunday night. Really fucking inconvenient. <laughs> All these fucking boy bands. <laughs> can they not get it? Yeah, but, it's, it's not the best timing, but we're still going because... It's at the O2 in Islington. I used to live up the road from the O2 in Islington. Did you? It wasn't even the O2 then when I lived there. No. Yeah. I was in Highbury, up at the end of Highbury Corner. Oh. It's a really good spot for being... When, it's when I was into indie stuff, so you're only like a ten minute drive from Camden and shit like that. Yeah. It's a great spot to be in. Yeah. But not actually in Camden, because it's no. really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Camden. I don't mind Camden. It's all right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to see O-Town. We're debating whether to get the meet and greet option. Yeah, it comes with a sound check. Oh yeah, sound check party. We're really good at sound and stuff now. Now we've <laughs> we're back down to one microphone. I feel that we could really like take care of this for them. Yeah, we'll just we'll explain to them. Just get one microphone. All <laughs> we'll crowd around it. 
<laughs> and make sure Elvis doesn't bump into it when he jumps up on the sofa. Yeah, there we go. Easy. <laughs> yeah, do we go for the meet and greet? I, I spoke to a couple of people that I know do O-Town stuff. So my friend Sophie, who's out in LA. Hmm. LA? West Coast, definitely West Coast. Hmm. <laughs> She's always on her way to bed as I'm getting up. Right. She's done a few O-Town meet and greets. Says it's really good. It's really chill. Oh, There's good. no barriers involved. No, no backstreet boy barriers. Like they hang out with you. They will do pics with you. And also, if you don't do the VIP, they do. A, if you buy a piece of merch, they normally do a sale. So if you've got a piece of merch that you've bought at the show, you can line up at the end for a selfie. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I think we need more than selfie time. We don't want to go in like we did with Busted. <laughs> Just have them be like, the fuck? Like, I think the Americans <laughs> are going to be... Can you move along now, please? <laughs> the Americans are going to be more shocked by us than Busted ever were. Yeah, maybe. They're used to mouthy girls. So do we buy that then? What do you think, people? Listen, we crowdfund it. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Brooke suggested we crowdfund. We start up a, a, a patron for um, getting equipment so we can do shit on the road so that we can record and oh. send back to each other when we're on tour. Would to anyone the, to donate the... one dollar a month to us? <laughs> I don't think we get 20 cents a month. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to crowdfund our O-Town VIP. <laughs> we need $150 each. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that expensive. Oh no, dollars. Dollars, no, yeah. Oh, come on. The pound is so weak at the moment. We probably need about $10 each. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, though. I am. I think it's going to be strange for us because we've both been watching Making the Band yeah. so, so much, which is... 20 years old. 20 years old. So we're going to go to see Ota and expecting to see these... 20-year-olds. <laughs> and they're all really old now. Yeah, well, they are age, really. Yeah, they are our age. So... Yeah, it's going to be mental. But I'm, I'm, I've spent this week saying to colleagues, do you know who O-Town are? Because a couple of my colleagues are really fucking young and they're like, no. And I'm like, come on, I'll play you the song. They're like, I don't know it, I don't know it. And then we'll walk down the high street at lunchtime and I was stopping all the, my colleagues. I was like, <laughs> do you know who O-Town are? And they go, yeah, Liquid Dreams, great track. And like, oh my God, like this. <laughs> oh, you were going to so say, I went down the high street at lunchtime and just asking strangers. No, you- not strangers. <laughs> Know who O'Tana? Like, you know like, yes. I know you're here to collect your pension, but just a moment of your time. One of them said to me, "Yes, I remember Liquid Dreams," and I went, "Can you sing it?" And he went, "I think I can sing it," and he fucking <laughs> did. And I was like, "Oh my it's god!" Such a great song. Exactly, it gets stuck in your head there. Yeah. So O'Tana, us up. We're we're basically going to start a Lou Pearlman boy band fan club, and we're going to be O'Town Backstreet. In sync, LFO. Well, there's only fucking Brad Fischetti left. Fuck LFO, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. So I don't know why we've just not we've, we've adopted. Club. Okay, it's not been in our club. Is our club just members of boy bands that Lou Pearlman set up and their fans? Oh, okay. Will there be badges? Can you make them? Because I don't want to. <laughs> Whatever you can make. I don't. Have you picked a winner for our week one giveaway yet? <laughs> no, I've got to make them. I don't want to pick a winner before I've had a chance to make the bags, but I know it's on the list of things for me to do. Good. Okay, well, we're going to F off now and come back with uh, Boy Band World Cup. Yep, I'll be the bald one. <laughs> <laughs> what? going to cut, cut my hair. That's how we ended the last bit. <laughs> Thank you.
It now brings us to the third round of the boy band video world cup. You want to go straight into the third round? You don't want to give the results of the second one yet? Oh, sure, let's, keep the suspense let's do going. That. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, Eurovision. They'd normally actually know Eurovision. You just win or you don't win, don't you? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Null point. Okay, I'm going to do results because it's my game. And I'm going to take my ball away. Um, Your there was ball? a <laughs> yeah, it's like World Cup football. It's just okay. an analogy. I get really worried when you don't get the stupid shit I say because you're pretty much the only person that does generally get my stupid shit and Mm -hmm. if you don't get it then I've really like I'm way off the mark okay results of (laughs) week two of the boy band video world cup sorry Elvis I didn't mean to throw my that was dog abuse oh he didn't moan though he didn't make a noise results so we had Duran Duran Save a Prayer versus Blue One Loaf. Uh, the winner was uh, Duran Duran with 52% versus Blue with 48 That was a lot tighter than I thought it would be. Yeah. The next match was 3T with I Need You versus New Edition with Call It Now. We might have accidentally put them on Instagram as just three. Yeah, but you knew what I meant. You there knew. was a fucking picture there. If you didn't know what I meant, then... Uh, 3T, 30% of the vote. New edition, 70% of the vote. The next game was McFly's Five Colours in Her Hair mm. versus Busted's Year 3000. I thought this would be really close, and I was kind of right. McFly, 44%. Busted, 56%. Mm. And the last match was the Beatles' help. I need some money. Yeah. You don't, we don't need to announce this. Everyone okay. knows that one. <laughs> okay, so we just gloss over it. The Beatles versus Curiosity Killed the Cat. I love Curiosity Killed the Cat. Uh, the Beatles won. Yeah. So, moving on to this week's matches. They are going to be, and as normal, so like the last uh, two rounds we've done, the polls will go up. I will post links to the videos and a playlist today to coincide with the podcast coming out. That's Friday and then on Saturday morning, I will put up the polls on our Twitter. They go on Twitter, they go on Instagram, they go on Facebook. Please don't vote across all three. It's just to make sure that we're catching everyone, whatever form of social media they do. We do take out votes if we catch you double voting. <laughs> so, week three's videos are match nine of the competition is Wham Club Tropicana versus Bros When Will I Be Famous? Oh, Wham's gonna Wham's gonna nail that. I one. love Club Tropicana yeah. though. Uh, match ten is Human Nature When We Were Young, one for the Australians there. Uh, versus Take That Back for Good. We know who's gonna win that one as well. <laughs> don't make presumptions. <laughs> well, you don't know. You might think I mean Human Nature. There might be a massive chunk of our audience that's Australian. I mean, I know we can see geographically where they all are. <laughs> we might get a sudden upsurge a this surge. week. <laughs> At match 11, Spandau Ballet True versus NSYNC, It's Gonna Be Me. It's gonna be me. And match 12 is LFO, Summer Girls versus Westlife's My Love. So, as I, I said... remember the Westlife video. I watched the videos. I struggled to find one that was of really any significant interest, that had, mm. like, was recorded really well, had a good storyline or a good kind mm. of just, like... It's not like an idea behind it. So in the end, I went for which one had the most views on YouTube. Fine. That's the only way to do it when I just had no emotion about any single one of their videos at all. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so tomorrow, polls will go up and we will let you know the results in 
I think next week's podcast, I can't figure out, I don't know when our recording dates are. Yeah. I think they're beating on next Friday. Yes. Excellent. Okay, get voting. Zoe doesn't know that I've hit record already and caught the end of her singing. <laughs> We've just been watching One Direction's auditions on the X Factor on yeah. YouTube. I, I last night, doing my research, sat and watched every... I think I started about three o'clock yesterday afternoon and I was still going at half three this morning, watching series after series of X Factor. Not the entire series, because that would have been like 16 hours each, but the chunks that I needed, which was like... The judges' houses yeah. and boot camp, just um, so I just could see Just before anyone gets excited, we're not doing One Direction. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> um, and mentioned to Amy that I got caught into a loop of watching the One Direction, all their bits. So I went into every single episode and would fast forward so I got to One Direction, watch their bit and then go on to the next one. Amy announces to me today that someone very helpfully has has actually put it all together on YouTube. <laughs> I could have just found one video and watched it for half an hour. And of course, I've seen it because YouTube <laughs> throws up boy band stuff at me constantly. So so we're not doing 1D today. We are doing... We're going to get rid of a chunk of boy bands. I don't want to not get, get rid, rid of. of. We, there is a whole slew of boy bands that have come out of reality TV across the years. So yes. I think our big surge of reality tv competitions not mm-hmm. just reality tv in general yes. would have started around 2000 ish yeah. so they would have been making the band before that not quite the same thing and obviously otan deserved their own episode anyway yeah but with things like britain's got talent and x factor uh, pop stars the rivals i think the fame academy although that was soloists yeah, well, wasn't it, was, it? that yeah. was the bbc there has been a massive amount of boy bands that will be in the conscious in our conscience that we're aware of mm. that we kind of need to include because they are boy bands yes. but weren't really successful enough or have enough of a story yeah. or information out there about them so we're taking out all the ones that have so one direction jls ones that have gone places and become really big yeah they're, 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 they're probably they will be get their own under- but they'll episode. have their own episode of the podcast yeah. so i'm just trying to think of any other ones that I took out? I can't, Just those I'm... two. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was definitely another one that came out. Fix, I wasn't sure of. Who were Fix? P-H-I-X-X? No idea. Okay. Anyway, 2002. <laughs> <laughs> so the real world was the real was the beginning of reality TV, yeah, wasn't MTV's it? the real world where they put people into an apartment to live together just so they could fight on TV. That was probably... The start of reality yeah. TV as that such. That was well before Big Brother started. And then you went through, so that would have been Big Brother, but also things like Changing Rooms, which I know America have their version of. That was reality TV. It wasn't what we see as reality TV, but it no, was a, it was an arm. reality or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just that reality <laughs> in comments. Reality TV. Yeah. But the first one that we're aware of that was musical would have been Making the Band with O-Town, right? Yeah. Which so, is why I think it was so fascinating. Even though I was slightly beyond boy bands at that point, mm. I would still, on a Sunday morning, get up after going out oh, to I a gig or clubbing it. and wake up and be like, oh, yeah, this is, I don't need to think about this kind yeah. of TV. There was, was also, fun. there was a TV show on T4, which was about, I think it was called North Shore High or something like that. And it had Bomb Diggy by Another Level as the theme tune. And it was about, I think it was a performing arts school. So kind of a fame type thing, but reality TV. And that would have been around the same time as Making the Band. So we move on from that 
that kind of reality TV, which is cameras following around and doing mm. possibly slightly scripted reality TV, mm-hmm. to the reality TV that is talent shows, yes. basically. And we we had talent shows before, so there was... New Faces. Yes. Opportunity Knocks. Exactly, those kind of things. But that would be, they'd show up, they'd do the problem. There was no following them in their story and going through yeah. session after session of auditions and, mm. and rounds and then phone vote thing. So we start in 2002 with a programme called Pop Stars. Now, the year before this, they'd been Pop Idol, which was for solo artists. I, so I remember watching off... Pop Idol. I don't remember how Pop Idol worked. Okay, so the, it initially started with Pop Stars. Not Pop Stars Arrivals, Pop Stars. And it was Nasty Nigel Lithgow was one of yes, the judges. Yes, I Nikki Chapman. Yes, who oh, now I does. Said Nikki Campbell. She does Wanted Down Under now. Yeah. And then there was another guy as well whose face I can see, but whose name I don't know. And they, Simon Fuller? No, it wasn't Simon Fuller, but, but he it looked It was his idea. Similar. It was Simon Fuller's idea. Right. Because there was, later on, there was the big thing where... Simon Fuller, Simon Cow went in a legal battle because mm. there was pop stars and then there was X Factor and the two were kind of so similar right. that one accused the other of stealing Got the it. idea. Okay, yeah, that sounds So Simon familiar. Fuller's the guy behind the Spice Girls. He managed the Spice Girls, yeah. 19 management. He didn't put them together though. No. That was, that's my mate Chris. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so there was pop stars. The year after that, there was Pop Idol, which didn't last very long here in the UK, but obviously in other countries like America with American Idol, which has just come back again, I believe. It was massive. And we had, uh, and I lived in Australia that year, so I didn't see any of that. That was the whole Gareth Gates, Will Young. Yes. One. I was about to say to you who was the winner, because I remember it being huge. Yeah. I came back to the UK, I think, a week after that finished, because okay. Will Young... Did you just... time that on purpose? You're no. Like, was... I'm not going back till this shit is off the telly. No, but um, <laughs> there was all Will Young, I'm gay, on the front of all the newspapers, and I was like, I don't know who this dude is. Like, who is <laughs> Yeah, this? but good for you, mate. And then the year after that was Popstar's Arrivals. Okay, so we are Popstar's Arrivals. So the theory behind Popstar's Arrivals was that boys and girls would audition to be put together to form a boy band and a girl group and they would then go on to compete against each other to take the Christmas number one spot in 2002. The boy band that came out of this was called One True Voice. One True Voice was five members, Anton, Matt, Daniel, Keith and Jamie. As I counted then, I was like, no, that's only four. (laughs) It's five. Uh, and the single that o- that One True Voice released was a double A side of Sacred Trust and After You've Gone. Now, bearing in mind, I watched this program. Mm. I was obsessed with this program. Obsessed with the fact that Kim Marsh was told she was too fat. And I'm like, yeah. she's no, about no, a size was, 12. That was series one of Pop Stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that was so series one was boy girl groups, yes, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Mixed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I do remember now. She was told she was too fat. Nigel Lithgow, she said, do you think I'm fat? And he said, I think you could stand to lose a few pounds. I think you've all put on weight over Christmas. And I was sat there going, oh my (laughs) fucking God. And I wasn't even fat then when I watched that. Bastard. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, so uh, I was into it. I quite liked these shows at the time. Now, over them. Yeah. I don't remember either Sacred Trust or After You've Gone. Could I could not sing a line songs, from them. But I remember the guys. Yeah. So the rivals, so the girl group that was formed to compete against them for the Christmas number one was Girls Aloud, who released Sound of the Underground, which I can sing. Same. So I absolutely, and Girls and Aloud went on to be wasn't huge. Wasn't it a double A with Stay Another Day as well? 
the girls allowed one yeah. i don't know wikipedia didn't mention that no, <laughs> they definitely had stay another day either as their b-side or double a but yes it was sound of the underground yeah. great tune so as it turned out one true voice didn't get the christmas number one because girls allowed are fucking amazing and then they vanished yeah they did release a release a second single did after they? that which reached number 10 okay but that's that was yeah. it after one true voice matt Went on to audition for X Factor in 2006, but didn't get through the auditions. Daniel played the lead in J-House Rock in the West End. He does a lot of corporate gigs. Yeah, he also (laughs) auditioned for X Factor in 2009 and made it to judges. Okay. Um, It was one of them came back and auditioned in front of Cheryl on x factor as well. And she said, I can't, I can't judge this. This is just awkward. Was he called Nick? Uh, There isn't a Nick. Oh, he must have been one of the ones in... Pop stars, the rivals that didn't make it into, into the band. One true voice. Yes. Okay. So Daniel, um, he was Daniel was also a backing singer for Dizzy Rascal, which he still does now. Yeah. Keith joined another band after One True Voice, and he eventually moved to Chicago, and performed with a band called Seventh Heaven. Uh, he auditioned for American Idol in 2010, but lost out on his spot on that program because there was some doubts over his immigration status and whether right. or not he had residency and could actually take part. Yeah. Uh, in 2013, he went on to launch his own band, which were called Semple. And in 2015, he appeared on the US version of The Voice. Oh. And the last member, Jamie, went solo and he basically appeared to just have supported Lou Pullman acts on tour throughout Europe. So oh. in 2006, he supported the Backstreet Boys. The same year, he supported a band called Us Five in Germany. And he's now PR for the BBC. He was cute. Yeah. He was a cute little kid. Yeah. So 2003, we got a little bit of a break from reality TV. Mm-hmm. We didn't know it at the time what a relief that probably was. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know... Cow was off 15, our screen. <laughs> we're 15 seasons into X Factor. 2004 saw season one of X Factor. Mm-hmm. The premise behind X Factor is they the, the acts audition and they're split into... Categories. Boy, yeah, yeah, categories. So you are... You enter as a boy or a girl. Some and at this stage it was over twenty fives or a group, and then you're split into these groups, and you get a mentor, and that mentor will you'll go. You get a mentor. Yeah, you get mental. <laughs> um, so that mentor will take you through boot camp. You'll then go to their house, like you're whittled down to about ten people. You go out to their house and you're whittled down again to three or four. It kind of varies season so, to yeah. season. And who, who were the mentors at this point? So two thousand. Oh. All of them. Yeah. Hang on, let me call up my Wikipedia page. So the, the the person that did the groups in two thousand and four was Louis. Right. Okay. So he was in charge of all the groups that entered. So I, I sound corrected. So season one, it was the twenty five and overs, mm-hmm. which was Simon Cow, and then the sixteen to twenty four. So all the boys and girls were together. All together, right? So they were done by Sharon Osbourne, and then the groups were taken care of by Louis Walsh. <laughs> right there were only three judges weren't there that's right yeah okay yeah 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 so sorry that i got that confused i didn't remember that either i did watch 10 seasons of x factor yesterday it all blends into one (laughs) after a little bit of a while so bands that made it through to the judges house there was a band called fortune spelt for tune like the number four t-u-n-e but pronounced fortune they were a four piece from southampton and a Another four-piece called Advance. They made it to judges' houses, didn't get through, so don't qualify for our chart mm. at this stage. They didn't get anywhere. 
the band that one of the groups that did go through that I would call these borderline boy band to be mm. honest was G4. G4. Now, now they're an operatic. <laughs> yes, but they were. Age-wise, I don't know. Let's have a. They're a bit uh, ill devo-y, but yeah, less I'll exotic. do their story and then we'll figure out if we want to include them in the chart. I'm going to so say no, but the G4 are four piece who met at the Guildhall School of Music, which for those that don't know is the if you're really really good at music, you get put through to the Guildhall. It's kind of like what they make, I would imagine was like a conservatory type school. They performed operatic versions of pop songs. They originally had met when they were busking at college to earn them money. And Simon, at one point in the show, did actually refer to them as the fat buskers. Oh. oh. Body shaming. They finished up second on they X did, Factor. Yes. And they signed a one and a half million deal with Sony BMG. They had four albums which were called G4 G4 and Friends <laughs> at three and then they broke up in 2007 reunited in 2014 and put out another album called Love Songs they also had three live DVDs now G4 are one of the biggest selling acts ever to come out of the history of X Factor wow. so across the years like what they sold uh, the single they released after the show was Bohemian Rhapsody, which reached number nine. Yeah. So they do, even as an individual band, taking them out of X Factor mm. would enter our charts with their record sales alone. Okay. But we, you and I need to have a private discussion about, about whether, whether or, not, to or not. Yeah. Well, we need to look at their ages and stuff like that. Out of interest, who won X Factor that year? Oh, I already know. Steve Brookstein. Yeah. He does nothing now. He just is, gets trolled on Twitter. I think Steve Brookstein blocked me and I wasn't even being abusive to him. I was oh. just taking part in a conversation about the... Sorry. What did you say? He blocks everyone. Yeah, he does. Like, I told not... you, he gets trolled on Twitter. So that's his job now. I don't now. think he gets trolled. He just provokes people. He's one of those people that searches his own name on Twitter. I to bet he is. But not even in a way... Like, James Blunt does that. And James Blunt will oh, come back with a really brilliant. funny quip. The thing with James Blunt is that I, can't, I hate his music. And I always thought he was a massive twat. And then I started following his Twitter and I was like, this guy is brilliant. He's really funny. Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. So we now move on to season two of The X Factor. This was the year that Chico is an X Factor. Just to put it in context for everyone that's aware of UK X Factor. Another person I've worked with on corporate gigs. (laughs) This was Chico year. And this year Simon was mentoring the groups. So groups that went through to the judges' houses were a band called Fourth Base. Uh, Some of these names. Fourth fourth Base are a five piece. (laughs) course they are <laughs> they uh did their auditions dressed in matching outfits of jeans and black shirts simon said he hated their look just want to say simon it's kind of your look <laughs> <laughs> uh, although in simon's defense one of them had did have the most dubious haircut i've ever seen on a man oh, it looked like someone had put a ruler across the front of his head and cut his fringe he got so ruler. he had the same as simon but downwards instead of upwards <laughs> yeah. Do you know i heard a story once about simon cow that i'm definitely going to get sued for telling on him apparently um when he went to the hairdressers he would get them to hold up like a white tea towel behind his head so he could check to see if his hair was completely <laughs> flat on top definitely need to bleep that out <laughs> uh, one of the other the other boy band to make it through to judge's house but not get through that part was a band a boy band called the brothers who weren't actually brothers this is what we were saying last, <laughs> last week about what other kind of brothers are there also made it through this year 
got past the judges' house were Fortune, who you'll remember from last year, the Southampton-based boy band. They'd met as childhood friends. They started performing together when they were age 10. They were all very swarthy-looking, and they were in, like, vests and jeans, like Mediterranean. I think they were Greek descendants, judging by their surnames. Uh, Simon called them a little bit cabaret. They had been eliminated at Judges' House in season one, but they then got a phone call from the producers inviting them to come back for season two to audition again, and they made it through to the live shows. Oh. They, they did one live show, and they sang I Want It That Way. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, to be okay. honest. The band claimed that they were eliminated not because they weren't great, but because of personal differences between the judges. It was at that stage where the judges would have the deciding Argument. vote on who would oh, go. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Um, they oh, dis- yes, yes, yes. They broke up after the show. Two of them, who were brothers, Mike and Anthony, they now write songs. Um, they've written for Alicia Dixon, although the Alicia Dixon song they wrote only reached number 78. Oh. The other boy band, again, this is a borderline boy band. We need to take a decision on it. So Journey South. I thought they were the brother-sister act who were they those that weird... was same difference oh there we go so journey south were two brothers from middlesbrough it's the north of england they'd moved to essex in 2000 so five years before this because they wanted to pursue their dream of being, being musicians and essex is the place to do that <laughs> right <laughs> they i think they were kind of at the end of their journey so they thought x factor was going to be there oh, hang on their i've just got through. the name of the journey band. south so they were two brothers they were Carl, 25, and Andy, who's 29. One of them was gorgeous. Right, so this is why I think we need to talk about it, because although they're 25 and 29, a little bit too old, they really have a boy band look about them. They're blonde, they just, they have that appeal. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling them. Yeah, so Jenny South came... Oh, no, no, they're not, they're not who they were. Oh, okay. Jen... Oh, I do remember them, though, okay, yeah. Jen... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Can I carry on? No. Are you fucking finished? Journey South came third overall in the competition, which is really quite good for a boy band. They went on to release an album called Journey South in 2006. It entered the charts at number one, selling 216,000 copies in its first week, which was more than the actual winner, Shane Ward, sold. That's really surprising, but also it was a different time. It was a different time back then. (laughs) They... Did release a second album, but this was good through their own music label because they'd split with Sony. Mm. And along with that second album came a single. There was some kind of printing error on the single label, which meant that their sales weren't eligible for the charts, so the single failed to chart. What? It just sounds really like, oh, boys. like That's bullshit. And Journey South disbanded in 2015. They split up. The brothers split up. Right, yeah so harsh it's so weird how there's so many of these family bands because i can't imagine being in a band with my siblings that would be weird (laughs) is that because they can't sing (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, so x factor season three which is 2006 this year the groups are mentored by louis and he's assisted at judges houses by some dude called kian egan's in some band called westlife never heard of him nope (laughs) me neither uh, so made, making it through to the judges' house this year are the brothers who aren't brothers from last year. They've returned, but by the time they got to the boot camp even, they weren't talking to each other. They had a massive falling oh, out. No. So there was what four was of them. Name? The brothers. Oh, they were just called the brothers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> by boot camp, they'd fallen out, and they go 
for their boot camp audition and ask if they can audition as two separate groups. Oh, no. Who then become known as Brothers One and Brothers Two. No. Uh, both groups qualify for judges' houses. Oh, my God, I don't remember um, any so that's of this. two years in a row now they've had free holidays. Yeah. It's like a good scheme, isn't it? It's it kind is. of like, if, I, if you can sing a bit, <laughs> you just don't want to pay for your own holiday. Every year. I mean, there's always the risk you're going to end up in Miserable Island at Louis' house. <laughs> just don't end up as part of a group. Do you know, I actually do know people who use reality TV talent shows to boost their profile every year. Really? They just go back on, go, oh, I'm going back on The Voice next year. That's what they do. And then they think they'll be able to get more money out of their gigs. Yep. Yeah. So they make it, the brothers make it through to judges' houses, both brothers one and brothers two. And as they're split into two groups, you actually discover that brothers one, Noel and Mark, actually are brothers. Oh. So, revelation. Also making it through to judges' house is a five piece band called Avenue. They are Max, Jamie, Ross, Scott, and Johnny. Now, they're originally chosen to qualify from judges' houses and go through to the live finals, but they're then, in a major twist, uh, they get disqualified. Scandal. As it it was. This is the stage when X Factor, even at judges' house stages or, or, you know, boot camp stages, the people that are being featured on the programme are making headlines. Yeah. Like, the nation is that obsessed with it at this level. That if you get featured a little bit, the newspapers start to try figuring out who you are and what you do, and is oh, there is a what's happened? is there a story? No. So what's discovered here is that Avenue have actually been put together by a former worker from the X Factor the year before. Oh. He's left the program. He's put together this band. They said they'd met as friends. It was a couple of friends. They found some more friends. They formed this five piece. They're a boy band. They're actually really cute looking. Like Why really does fucking that make cute them looking. Ineligible, though? So they've signed a management contract. They're not allowed to right. have a contract yep. Yep. and take part. Yep. So because of this, they they're disqualified and they're replaced by another boy band, which I'll come on to. But let's just have a little look at Avenue for a second. Because of this scandal People are accusing X Factor of being a fix. They're saying you've put together this band to make them popular via your TV show. Oh, and it was only found out by the papers. Yeah, I see. So the papers exposed them, and yes. people are saying X Factor. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Avenue eventually gets signed by Island Records. They released a single which was called Last Goodbye. And it got to number 50. But it got to number one in Scotland. Oh. I did not know Scotland Wait, ran what? their own individual Neither charts. It's all the same record sales, but just like the Scottish corner of it. So, And Avenue supported McFly on one of their tours. Oh. Max, who was the best looking one of the bands, I know what you're going to tell me. Appeared on the cover of a magazine called AXM Naked. And I need you to Google that for me right now. <laughs> I, I think I know who this um, is going to turn out to be. Jamie left to form an indie band called Baxton. He was replaced by someone called Andy Brown. And after they split... Oh, Andy Brown, yeah. (laughs) After they split in 2009, Max went on to become Max from The Wanted. Yes, knew it. And Andy Brown is in a band called... Jesus Christ. Is in a band called Lawson. Hell, holy shit, balls. Hello, Max. So Max is on the cover of AXM magazine. (laughs) Naked. Naked. We, uh, I don't know, we can put that on our Instagram. We'll provide a link in the Facebook group. We're going to have a short interlude here. <laughs> yes. Give us a minute. Yeah, it says Max George Avenue. Who's got the biggest in the band? It has to be me. Is he talking about his penis? Andy Brown, who's a replacement guy, went and joined a band called Lawson. Lawson have had five top ten singles. Yeah, I think that rings a bell, Lawson. 
So I mean, they're no Max from the Wanted. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the judges' houses. We've had all this scandal. We've not even made it past the judges' houses yet. Bands that qualified for the live finals was for sure. They're a four-piece band. Sounded like they were Brummy. Never actually said where they were from, but mm. they just had that little Brummy twinge of their accent. They did their they were R&B. They performed their judges' house audition all in suits, which made me go, oh. I don't quite know why them being in suits just felt really wrong. Mm. It was just quite what strange. Two thousand and six. We are. Was that the year that it was really fashionable to wear like jeans and trainers with a suit jacket? No, they were in full suits. Oh, yeah, okay. just strange. Weird. They were R and B acts. They were Andrew, Chris, Donovan, and Jermaine. They'd formed the year before in two thousand and five, and they'd been performing around the UK in like holiday parks and pubs. Mm. So they'd kind of done a bit of stuff, but not. Mm. They weren't making big shakes anywhere. Yeah. They'd chosen their name because they were four guys who were sure of their destiny. So, for sure. Uh, that shit. Their destiny was elimination in 11th place for the live <laughs> finals. <laughs> but uh, since the X Factor, they've supported Boys to Men on tour in the UK. Jermaine is the nephew of athlete Tessa Sanderson. Oh. There you go. Good also, making it through to the live finals in 2006 was Eaton Road. Yeah. Now, Eaton Road had been knocked out of the judges' houses, but after Avenue were disqualified, yes. they were invited back on to perform at the live finals as, as Louis' replacement group. They were a four-piece from Liverpool, and they all attended dance school together. They did their audition for The X Factor after only having been together for four days. Yes. So I don't want to accuse you of just throwing yourself as a band together for fame, but you did. I'm I'm looking at pictures of them and I don't recognise them. The name is really Yeah, I remember familiar. the name. I didn't recognise them at all. So they are the four guys in the band are Anthony, David, Danny and Jay. Now they they've hit two boy band factors there. They've got a Danny, they've got a Jay. So <laughs> they've what, what was the other two called? Anthony and David. Okay. After X Factor oh, so they made Eaton Road finished fifth. Yeah. Which is a good show for a boy band that was put together four days before the audition. After X Factor, Anthony Critton was replaced by a guy called Marcus and they put out a single called Wishing in 2008. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to... Go on. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus left the band mm. in March 2008 uh, and the band split the following October and they made that announcement by their, by their MySpace page. Oh, MySpace. MySpace just feels so... This last century. Oh, really dark. But you could be like MySpace famous yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's how we're going to feel about Vine in a few years. Right. Uh, Marcus went on to audition as a solo yes, act he on did. X Factor in 2011 and came second. Yes, he did. He was That's in Gary's category. From. Marcus released an album which went to number 18. The band said around about 2013-ish that they were working on a second album, but it's never really come to fruition. And they've also toured with Westlife. Mm-hmm. Wonder how they got that gig. <laughs> let's, let's scroll. No, hang on, I one can't second. Think of a connection. I'm going to scroll back and see who Westlife. was their mentor this year. <laughs> it was. Oh look, Louis assisted by some dude called Kean Egan. Oh yeah, strange. <clears throat> how strange. So this was a bumper year for what could be classified as boy bands in the live finals, because also qualifying for live finals that year was a duo called the McDonald Brothers. Who finished fourth? Were they Scottish? They were Scottish. They are Craig 21 and Brian 20, which is why I'm slipping them into boy band category. They both looked a little bit like Hamish Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> They've been wedding singers. Uh, they originate from Air 
in Scotland. One of them plays guitar. Their first album released post X Factor. So they finished fourth on X Factor. Yeah, one of them's really good looking and yeah. the other one is not as much. Yet. They finished fourth on X Factor. They released an album which went to number 18 and then another album which went to number 41. In total, they had five albums altogether. They're now known as The Max, and they also have toured extensively between 2007 and 2011, supporting Westlife. So, that is X Factor 3, 2006. Who won it that year? Oh, I can't believe you keep fucking... <laughs> Will you pull it up on your own fucking laptop? <laughs> I can't, I'm recording on my laptop. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Shane Ward. Oh, of course Oh, did. no, that was the year before, sorry, that's Journey didn't. South. <laughs> One moment. That year. Oh, it's Leona Lewis. Can I do it? You told me to do it. <laughs> that It was won by Leona Lewis that year, Amy. <laughs> oh, my God, that is brand new information. <laughs> now, she's one of the ones who's done really, really well out of yeah. that, hasn't she? But then when you go through it and look, so Alexandra Burke, mm. also done pretty good. Mm. Ollie Mers? Oh, yeah, did Ollie win, true. though? Yeah, he did. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I think I would. No, he, I was, he the year that Joe McElder what's his face one when i was living in australia again so i missed it yeah joe mckeldry there we go he was in the ollie mercer's in the year that was joe mckeldry and stacy solomon yeah stacy also done with not necessarily not as, say, as, a as a singer yeah yeah so what year was i so season four season four of the x factor took place in 2007 this year the groups is mentored by simon okay so what? so far we've had louis simon louis simon yeah right Making it through to the judges' houses was, boy band-wise, a trio from South London called Ghost with two Ts. Okay, uh, they're, they're, they're a bit JLS. It's, it's only judges', judges houses, so they didn't. you probably wouldn't remember them. Okay. And a seven or eight piece, I struggled to count, to be honest, every time they auditioned, from Norfolk called Iseti Cantanti. Pardon? That's you. <laughs> Iseti Cantanti. <laughs> Yes. A Seti Cantanti. I think it's... Oh, I'm going to say there's seven of them, because I'm sure Seti's Italian for seven. Might be wrong. I'm using my Latin there. Making it through to the live finals was a band called Future Proof. They were Aaron, 19, Adam, 21, Matthew, who's 17, Richard, who's 23, and Sean, who's 20. Future Proof had all auditioned as soloists, but didn't make it past the boot camp stage. Then Louis handed them a bit of a lifeline. He asked them to form their own group together. So it was Louis who first started that. Yeah, so Mm, as a group, they made it through to judges' houses. Future Proof finished ninth. Not the best showing, not the worst. Not knocked out in the first week. Oh, I recognise... I know a couple of these. Oh, do you? More more people from the circuit? One of them, yes, is in a corporate band. This guy, though... Okay, I don't know which one's which. Matthew auditioned for The Voice in the first series of The Voice and finished in fourth place. I think he's the one I know from the industry. Okay, Sean auditioned for the second series of The Voice and was picked by Danny as his mentor. Oh, no, maybe that's the one that I know from the circuit. (laughs) (laughs) And Adam's now in a swing band and that swing band made it to the final of Britain's Got Talent in season eight. I don't know. This little guy though at the front, I recognise him. You continue. I'm going to keep. Yeah. So that's two thousand. So that is two thousand seven over. Only one boy band that made it through to the live finals. Oh. Future Proof finished ninth. Okay. Um, I think that was the year when there was two girl bands in the finals. There were some really good girl groups that made it through to the finals. Mm. That, and ones that always made me think, oh, 
Oh, no, this was the same difference year. <laughs> oh, there we go. So the live finalists were Future Proof, Hope, which was a girl group. Yes. And same difference. There's someone in that Hope group, I think, who went and did something else. But same difference were a weird... It was a brother and sister yeah. couple, wasn't it? Yeah, that just... They were very high school musical, very Christian, very... And yeah. we all know how we feel about religion. <laughs> Moving on... X Factor season five. We're now in two thousand and eight. Okay, I'm thirty four. I'm a bit less. I just wanted to check I'd done the maths on that right. No, I am thirty four. This year, the groups are mentored by Louis, and he is ably assisted by some dude called Shane Filan. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. Go this year is notable because one of the boys that auditioned, not as a group, as himself that was eliminated at the boot camp stage and then got called back for a second chance was a 15-year-old called Liam from Wolverhampton. Oh. He went on to become Liam Payne. <laughs> I think he went on to become Liam Payne. He that wasn't was the, Liam Payne then. That was the joke. That's where I was yeah. going. Oh, oh, wow, interesting. He got knocked out at the judges' houses for singing a million love songs. For singing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a penalty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's also... Uh, a group that made it through to judges' houses who were called Priority. Again, they had all auditioned as individuals but got put together as a group to go to boot camp. They were Will, Philip, Paul and Daniel. They didn't make it past judges' houses. Right. The groups that qualified this year, and I'm going to go through all of the ones that got through to the live finals, not just the boy bands because it will become obvious. So there was a band called Bad Lashes who finished 12th a girl group called Girl Band who finished 11th and the boy band that qualified for live finals was JLS who finished Ah. 2nd they're going to get their own episode yes they are 2009 just so just I've googled uh, Future Proof everybody and it's Sean Rumsey who I know from the circuit so 2009 X Factor season 6 mentoring the groups I'm going to make you guess don't look at my notes. It's going to be either Simon or Louis. It's it, Louis. <laughs> he ably assisted by some dude called Ronan from Ireland. Oh, for fuck's sake, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Making it through to judges' houses are a duo from Liverpool called Paul and Phil, who are known <laughs> as Detour. Don't qualify. Okay. The only vaguely boy band-ish that does qualify for live finals is a set of identical twins from Ireland called John and Edward. They finish six and go on to become Jedward. Moving on quick. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 2010. X Factor season seven. Groups are mentored by... Simon. Yes. <laughs> Making it through to the judges' houses are a boy band called Prince and Rogues, a boy band called The Reason, and a duo called Twem. What? Twem. I'm definitely pronouncing it right. I, I played know, it back several times. I don't quite know what. Peculiar word. Yeah. Didn't qualify for live finals. So qualifying for the live finals again. Borderline. I don't think these are a boy band. Diva Fever. They oh. were a duo oh. who were quite oh, cheesy and Diva camp. Diva Fever. They were a novelty act. Yeah. They were two gay guys dressed up in sequins and fuck yeah. knows what else. Who age-wise probably would aimed no. at young girls. No, definitely not. They finished twelfth. They don't count. Diva Fever. Uh, also qualifying for the life finals was a band called FYD. They are Matthew, Calvin, Alex, Ryan Lee and Jordan. 
They had originally been called FYE, but had to change their name to take part in X Factor because there was another band with the same name. FYD stands for Follow Your Destiny. What did FYE stand for? For Your Entertainment. Oh, FYD is much better. Yeah. They had met taking dance classes at the Pineapple Dance Studios. They all had extensive experience as dancers in kind of musical theatres or backing dancers at live shows. Mm -hmm. FYD split up after the show when they only finished 14th. This season is notable because the boy band that was formed from the five solo, like five boys auditioned as soloists, put together as a group yet again, went on to become One Direction. They finished third. I think I've heard of them. Yeah. They vague bells, tinkle, tinkle, like just. So that's our first roundup of reality boy bands. Excellent. There's going to be some pointing. I don't. I don't think we need to run through everyone's individual points. No. We're gonna. I'm gonna get someone to help us do a graphic where we can have a a viewable boy band chart so people can follow along as we go. Yeah. So we'll put them in there. But that just fills our chart out a little bit for this week. It does. I also would like to show you the guy from Future Proof that I kept going, him, him. And you said he auditioned on The Voice. This is what he looks like now. Oh, my God. You know, that little one. He also looks a little bit like Ray Quinn. He does a little bit, doesn't he? There was also, when I was watching X Factor last night, there was a girl group called Hustle, which I want to say was the same year as One Direction. Okay. And this girl had this bleach blonde hair and this amazing hairstyle, which I want you to teach me how to do. Okay. Well, we'll Google her and see if Obviously not her. now. You've just cut my hair. <laughs> yeah, um, how do you like your new... <laughs> Amy didn't cut my hair, people. <laughs> we went for option B, which was eating biscuits and drinking Diet Coke. I can't stop weighing, though. That's the problem. <laughs> Zoe's got this thing, right? Those of you who know Zoe in real life will will know this. Zoe is obsessed with Diet Coke and with tea and drinks them both at the same time. <laughs> and I don't know how she does it because she's never weeing. I'm the one in the toilet all the time. <laughs> no, but you said that last week. Last week you said to me, I don't know how you don't wee more often. And then for the next two days, I just could not stop peeing. Well, that was your penalty. <laughs> <laughs> for having a bladder still. I'm sorry. The worst is when I'm in cars though. So I normally can probably go three, maybe four hours without having a wee. In a car, need a wee constantly. Oh, yeah. Just full stop. And I it's not, everyone thinks it's a ruse. Me going, I really need a wee, I really need a wee. For a cigarette. I think it's a ruse for a cigarette, but I actually just really need a wee. Yeah. This is great news for anyone that's doing tour with me. <laughs> so, you know, when we've got, in our little, so I do everyone a tour plan. This is where we're going to be staying on each day, and we're going to be driving from here to here, and it takes four you, hours. You provide the itinerary. Yeah, I do a little, when I did European tour, I did an actual, like, a tour book like the bands get saying this is what time your flight is this oh, is what time you is. need to oh, leave amazing. Your, yeah this is what time you need to leave your house and i will meet you here and you know be wearing a rose i mean not to say that you're a control freak <laughs> kind of thing. no that was a bit of fun wearing a rose. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of fun i just thought it was fun because mm. we were doing so many dates on european tour but yeah so where i've put on our itinerary we're driving from a to b and it's going to take four hours you need to factor into that that i have to stop every hour for a piece it's going to be maybe five or six hours yeah. well so he has a pee every 10 minutes yeah sorry should we talk about weeing some more <laughs> <laughs> no? i feel this is the minutiae of my life that people want to know about 
Yeah, maybe. Drinking tea and weeing. What else do we talk about? How are we going to get to this place from that place? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this, I'm going to fly on this date. Yeah, well, we will be back after. I'm sure you find my conversation so dull. <laughs> you were the Fortunately, one that said, people don't need to listen to us figuring this out. Fortunately, you do the edit. Yes, I do. <laughs> so you can just cut all the shit out. It's fine. Okay. This is why Amy's a lot funnier on the podcast than I am. She cuts all my really good shit out, makes herself look great. Yeah. That's right. And I get a microphone and edit in new jokes. <laughs> retail, retail my jokes. Oh, that was funny. Imagine if I, did that. if I went, oh, that was really funny. Let's let's cut Zoe out there. I'll re-record myself telling this joke. And then me laughing at myself. Yeah. Oh, good times. Okay, well, we'll be back after this with something else. What's this, Zoe? What's this song? It's, um... I'm not going to lie, Amy. I feel a little encroached upon this week. Oh dear, so your face is not resting bitch face? No, it's full-on actual bitch face. <laughs> I, um... I feel like my boy bands have got it in for me. Because oh. not only as Joey Fatone started a podcast, good luck, Joey, wish you all the best, git. <laughs> just trying to be us <laughs> he wants to be it's gonna be me he wants to be me no it doesn't work <laughs> sorry continue so now my boyfriend my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> Freudian. <laughs> so here we are friday the first of march and my boy band are bringing out a song where they're claiming that they have got down pat the history of the boy band did you see the video? Did you watch it? I'm going to say yes, even though the answer is no. <laughs> so the video is a high school class, history class, history teacher, Mr. Lance Bass. Oh, I love him. Taking a history class, the theme of the class of today is going to be the history of the boy band. How absolutely fucking dare you? They've nicked our idea. Right? And they have got the idea down into a succinct... I'm going to tell you exactly how many minutes right now. They have got this down to three minutes and ten seconds. Here we are struggling, <laughs> week by week. This is going to take us at least three years to do the history of the boy band. They come out with some fancy fucking little rap in their song. I really love the song. I fucking love this song so well, much. I have got a couple of things that I think we need to talk about here. First of all, how comprehensive is this list of boy bands? It's not every boy band ever. Yeah, that's exactly. Our, and that's, that's our domain. Yes, right? First. And, it's... and second, they've stolen the name of the song from our social media. Oh no. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> you You mean our little motto? We like the boys, the boys in the band. Yeah, that maybe We may have to bleep that bit out. I don't want to <laughs> accuse them of stealing from us when actually I I stole it out of the song. For, I'm, yeah, sorry. Good to know. <laughs> okay. It's a good song. <laughs> I really, really like it. It's a I, great song. It's just got that. It's that. It gets you right there. And I love it. it. 
it's like again it's like tonight is a tribute to the fans this is a bit of a tribute to the fans but also the tribute to the fans of boy bands mm. like all the boy bands ever i think we need to examine what boy bands they're bringing up yes because they've there's some bigger missions yes and i did point out to himself mm-hmm. when we were going into ce 17 in gloucester that they'd not been mentioned in the song and i was going to dump him and he said to me it's because too many syllables. too many syllables in the name for it to scan <laughs> Which is nonsense because, because they mentioned ninety eight degrees, which is more syllables in E seventeen. Fucking Wahlberg. Didn't he say it. they were family, so he couldn't leave them out? Yeah, they have toured together. Okay, so should we have a little listen to the rap and see who they mentioned? Yes. So this is the bit now. Before we go, boys to men to the end of. Let's go back to the beginning. Pay respect. New edition. Then came BBD, BSB, B2K, 1D. 98 degrees, come and talk to me, Jodeci. From B-Brown to B-Town to H-Town to O-Town. Came the sound Mary Gordy found all the way back in Motown. Ah, had to catch my breath. Peace, LFO, Menudo, JLS, BTS. Westlife Jackson 5 in sync, take that. I want... You, you. <laughs> so yeah. the boy bands they go through and they're all uh, they've done lfo who that's we've already really done good. yeah that's really good because there was that whole are they a boy band but then i listened to an interview howard stern did with rich cronin obviously before he died and he mentioned that lfo was a boy band good so i'm like yeah brad fischetti in your face <laughs> the on the block also, say the you backstreet are boys so the backstreet boys again they've they're mentioned they also have said well we're not a boy band which is bullshit you are a boy band the epitome of boy band yeah so going through the history boys to men yes agreed new edition new edition yes i love this new edition i think i know when we did our meet the fangirls i said my introduction to boy bands would probably have been wham Mm. i think new new edition predate them and buster was a big fan of new edition yeah so they were probably my first boy band although i didn't realize at the time that those, they were a boy band. those feelings i were have was having <laughs> was for a boy band yes uh bbd bell bit right so that is the ba- boy band that you mention all the time and i've never heard of so bell bit came out of new edition so bobby brown went off to become a solo artist three of the other members who were why are they called bell bit though so it's michael bivins Ricky Bell and oh. Ronnie DeVoe. <laughs> okay, Bell, yes. Biff DeVoe. <laughs> okay, yeah, makes sense. They, and then the fifth member was Ralph. I don't think he did. He tours with them now, so that when they do their new edition stuff now. Now it's really strange. So now they do Bobby Brown with new edition. It's kind of like... Uh. So, yeah, new edition, Bell, Biff DeVoe, absolutely up there. BSB, as we said, deny they're a boy band. Which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. Okay, B- B2K? I don't really know them either. So B- I, I am aware of them. I probably wouldn't be able to name a record. No. I have followed them on our Instagram to increase your education of boy bands that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1D, One Direction. Yep. Absolutely a boy band. They're in. 98 Degrees. Sure. The Nick only Lachaise. one I know from there is Nick Lachey. Yeah, because of reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> Jodeci. I know some Jodeci songs, don't really know the band, though. Like, I, they, thought, I thought I it was one person, because I had a housemate for a short <laughs> you were time. someone called Joe Deci? No, no, when I was backpacking <laughs> Australia, I had a housemate, for a, a freeloading housemate called Joe Deci. He was a real strange character. So that was his first name. So I just always assumed Joe Deci was one person. Oh, okay. I had them down as borderline boy band, but I think now, if 
Well, new, if new kids are putting themselves out there as the be all and end all of who makes a decision on who's a boy band, even though it's not them, it's us, but yep. we all include them. Menudo. We're saying yes to Menudo. <laughs> JLS, reality yes. TV boy yes. band. Yes. BTS. Yes. K pop. Yes. The Jackson 5. Well, yeah. Were they known as the Jacksons or the Jackson 5? Jackson 5, then the Jacksons. Okay. Is that because they became six? Possibly. Okay. Maybe they became less. Did Michael perhaps go off and be solo at this point? Pass. We'll discover that in our episode about, about the Jackson, Jackson Five. Yes. <laughs> Westlife. I can't believe out of all the Brit boy bands, Westlife got a well, fucking Westlife mention. Westlife aren't a Brit boy band. They're an Irish boy band. Same but difference. I'm surprised. That... <laughs> no, not same difference again. I'm surprised that they chose Westlife and not Boyzone. Well, yeah. Westlife. Better known than Boyzone in America? I don't think Boyzone or Westlife were huge in America. Pass. Don't know. NSYNC. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. 100%. H-Town. We just had to look H-Town up. Yeah, because I wasn't them. sure if he was just referencing a place. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he went Bean Town. Yes, <laughs> if he's just going, and then there's this other place it's called H Town that fits in with my rap. Yeah, <laughs> and O Town, of course, our favourites. Love them, and the take, best one. <laughs> take that. Save the best for last. So and please. also in the in the video they do their the boy band video parodies the, the little take that bit That's which so I love. It's so good. I'm really pleased because when we went to meet Donny that time and you outed me as a take that fan. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, not that I I'm ashamed. It was outing and we were discussing boy bands and I said Amy has a different boy band. Yeah. And he was interested. He was interested, but he was also very keen to remind me that New Kids wrote the book and came first. <laughs> and I was like, that is true. That is true i'd be very impressed so. if new kids wrote any book <laughs> <laughs> but i also know a friend of a friend was in new york city last week to see joe in waitress and she had a robbie williams phone cover and he saw it and he said oh you've got to check out our new video we give a nod to your boy in there mm. and she was like oh my god what does this mean <laughs> and of course that came back to me and i was like i know what it means but i can't tell you <laughs> so yeah it's it's really cool i love it i think it's brilliant i love the whole song i think it's a really and i love embracing the boy band. that's just kind of what i love about him and them mm. that they really this second time around of embrace the boy band thing like exactly. really embraced it there's no trying to like we're too cool for that yeah we're... there's a lot of that around i mean we've spoken about this before about how boy band is not a dirty word and it's a real shame that so many people seem to think that it is. And that is what I love about this song is that it's, you know what? We're boy band and these are all the other boy bands and we're going to celebrate that. And, and like you said, it's the fans. It's the nothing fan wrong with loving or being in a boy band. Quite. At all. Exactly right. So I'd like to talk to him about just the, how the single came about. Yeah. I really like if they set out to do... Did they sit down and go, let's write a song about boy bands? Or did it come out of other stuff in the studio? Mm. I think he probably set out to do a tribute. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. The actual album is out next week. So there's also on it is 80s Baby, which is already out and available. I played, I've played your 80s Baby, haven't I? So that's downloadable. That's been downloadable for iTunes for a little bit. So they brought that out right before the Apollo concert back in October. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, another little nod at the past. Also got salt and pepper on it. Yeah. 
so this boys in the band is out today go and buy it on itunes whilst you're on itunes just flick over to the podcast bit rate this as a five star um, <laughs> the video's out today as well isn't it yeah yeah go and check it out let us know what you think oh yeah definitely did they parody the right boy bands have they i don't want to say take the piss because they're not taking the piss they're paying tribute to yeah these classic boy band videos yeah Again, encroaching on my turf. Right. Don't want to. <laughs> don't want to raise it as an issue. Are but we're going to have some just beef. Copying what the wanted did in their walks like Rihanna video. No. <laughs> oh, the resting bitch face is back. <laughs> so yeah, so the f- hanging tough. The thirtieth release is out. That's next week. Okay. That comes out, and on that there's another new single, which is the way it contains a swear word. A swear. Yeah. Which one? Let me guess. Motherfucker. No, oh. but I swear from the, the last new kid you'd expect to swear on a record. Joe. No, Joe's fucking potty mouth. I don't know, I don't know any of these new kids. Jordan swears. Oh. Not on the radio edit, obviously. Does he say shit? No, he says the F word. Wow. Do you want me to Fancy. Tell? <laughs> I'm going to play it to you. So you can find us on Twitter at the Boy Band Pod. We're on Instagram at I'm with the Boy Band. Or Facebook. Well, I'm not. The Facebook group is called I'm With The Boy Band or you can email us at theboybandpod at gmail.com So before you leave us today, before you put your phone away when we've finished, head over to Instagram, give us a little follow. You can see all our cupcake action. (laughs) (laughs) It's very exciting. It's mainly just empty. It's exciting for us. It's mainly empty cupcake wrappers. (laughs) Great. And we'll see you next week when our band is going to be... Human Nature. (laughs) That took a minute. Yeah, Human Nature next week. So, and we'll continue in our quest to find the greatest boy band. Uh, but don't forget, the greatest boy band ever isn't the one that comes at the top of the charts. It's the boy band that were there when you needed them most and got you from there to here. Thanks for listening. Our theme music is Dance With You by Fire and Lights from the Songs About A Girl trilogy by Chris Russell. Visit songsaboutagirl.com. Thanks this week go to The X Factor. And YouTube (laughs) for keeping me up till 3.30am in the morning. And special thanks to New Kids on the Block. Yeah, and my new kid, Donnie Wahlberg, for giving us a little bit of a preview on all the new releases. Thanks, dude. Love you, doofus.